Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello beauties and welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I am your host Evie and it's so good to be here with you today. A big warm welcome to those of you who are new into my world and to new to the podcast. I hope you're loving it so far. Come say hi, reach out on Instagram or join my free Facebook group. There's links to both of that in the show notes. I love speaking with you all and welcome to a new month. At the time of recording this, it's very early in February 2021, which just seems crazy that we've already had a whole month of this year of 2021 already gone. And so it makes me realize and kind of reminds me it's this kind of time of the year where often people fall off the bandwagon of their so-called New Year's resolutions. And I do that in quotation marks because if you're new around here, you should go check out my recent podcast episode on goal setting and creating your best 2021, where I talk about you know, resolutions, I think, are out and making heart-centered goals with intention is where it's at. So go check that out if you're keen. But it reminds me, if you are wanting to create some more supportive, positive habits for yourself, if you're wanting to learn to meditate or to journal on a regular basis, if you're wanting to create inner confidence and connection like never before, then my Cool, Calm and Confident program, which is 21 days, is ideal for you. It's only $69 in New Zealand dollars, which is the most affordable way to work with me. It's all independent online. But you get me in your inbox every day with new confidence and connection challenges, workbooks, the meditations, the journaling. It's jam packed. And I really designed this, you know, bringing all of the skills and the tools that I used when I was first starting out my own journey that made such a massive difference for me. So I bought them all together, put it into one beautiful little package uh, that you can do over 21 days. It's such a game changer. So the links to that are in the show notes, so go check that out if you are keen. So let's dive into today's topic, and this is going to be about boundaries. I know I've briefly spoken about boundaries before, but I want to get really honest and really real with you guys and let's nut out how we can uncover and and learn to put these boundaries in place, how we can lovingly communicate them and how we can come from a really beautiful empowered place. So firstly, I feel like boundaries get a really bad rap I feel like it's almost like they have this negative connotation associated with them, where if we were to uphold a boundary, somehow that makes us selfish, or somehow that makes us like mean or wrong, or that it has to be like done in a really confrontational way, and it really doesn't need to be. 
Boundaries are a really wonderful thing that helps support you to be who you truly are, to live your authentic life, to live in alignment, to deeply honor yourself, to deeply honor your needs, your wants and your desires. Boundaries are all about you. They're not actually about other people. They're about you and you get to choose them. You get to set them and you get to uphold them. And it's actually no one else's responsibility to do that for you. It's your own responsibility. And this is where I think sometimes we go wrong is that we believe that other people should somehow know our boundary or that they should somehow understand that we like things done a certain way or we don't like this and that or you know, wherever the line is, right, that we're drawing in this imaginary line in the sand. But no one else is going to know unless you lovingly communicate it with them or you uphold your boundary. And so it's nothing to do with other people. It's everything to do with yourself. It's nothing to do with them. It's all to do with you. You get to choose them. You get to set them. You get to uphold them. You get to tweak them and change them as you need to. And they're nothing about everyone else, but everything about yourself. I like to think that, you know, some of the most empowered, self-loving people that I know are some of the ones who have the strongest, most firm and clear boundaries. Because they deeply honor themselves and they've, they're empowered. They're coming from a place of love. And they're like, hey, this is me. This is how I'm showing up in my life, in my world. And if you want to come over here, I would love that. But this is how we need to interact. Does that make sense? I feel like, yeah, I feel like maybe that's just my personal, uh, my personal thoughts on this. But I think that... The, um, the way people uphold their boundaries, how they set them and how, yeah, how they lovingly uphold them actually shows a lot about themselves and their true, their true character. It shows me a lot about what they believe about themselves. It shows me a lot about how empowered they feel, how worthy they feel, how deserving they feel. And so I'm just planting that seed just planting the seed that it's a wonderful, positive thing, that it's actually coming from a place of self-love, self-respect and self-worth. And so if any of those things are a bit niggly, if that triggers anything in you there when I say those words, then feel free to reach out. Let's have a chat about it and let's see how we can support you to move through that because it's absolutely possible to do so. So first step with boundaries is that one, we've got to be clear about, do we want boundaries? Do we have boundaries? What are our boundaries? And where is the line? Right? So we've got to become a lot more aware, a lot more self-aware and a lot more conscious of the way that we're living, the way that we're showing up, uh, you know, being aware of our relationship dynamics and how they play out in our lives and essentially just how we're living. And so I would suggest maybe even journaling on this and just kind of taking a moment to check in and say, where in my life do I feel like I have leaky boundaries? Where in my life am I feeling really frustrated or I'm feeling like I'm not being heard or understood or where do I feel like I've been walked over or something's not going right in a relationship and it doesn't feel so good on your end? 
So maybe do a little bit of a check-in. What area of your life does does it yeah, do you need to look at? And where do you have boundaries that are working really well? Where don't you have boundaries and where do you want to set them? So in other words, if you've got lots of emotions or feelings or like frustration, annoyance, uh, those sorts of feelings trapped in some of these areas of your life, then that's a nice clue that you might want to do a little bit of digging there and just kind of get really, really clear on what specifically that's trying to tell you. Does it need to be a, does there need to be a boundary there? And then, of course, once you've done that little inventory, you've done that little review of every all of the areas of your life, I would then start to think about, okay, so where are the areas of my life that I need some more clear boundaries or I need to uphold them more firmly? And what are those boundaries or what areas of my life are they in specifically? So this is where it's nice to think, if you've never thought about boundaries before, it might be nice to think about that scenario. For example, maybe it's a relationship with a friend or maybe it's um, a boundary at work or with your colleagues or, you know, staying late at night or doing overtime, whatever it might be. But think about that area of your life. So think about that thing and come up with your dream scenario, your ideal scenario. What do you want to have happened? How do you want it to play out? How do you want the relationship to be? Where do you need to draw the line? So just ironing out what it is specifically uh, that you need to change or tweak. Where is the boundary going to be? and What is the boundary? Okay, cool. So now we've kind of got clear about where in our lives we need boundaries and what they look like. What is the specific boundary that we want to put in place? I just want to offer you a couple of analogies that I like to use when I talk about and coach people around how to create loving boundaries for themselves, because I'm quite visual and I like this analogy to it kind of makes it sense, right? And it kind of puts in perspective that it's actually not about other people. It's about ourselves. So I've got two analogies for us. Imagine that you are an island. You're an island and there's a drawbridge that connects your island to the mainland. And so you're in charge of when you open up the bridge and allow people, sorry, when you close the, or yeah, open up the bridge and allow people onto the island. And when you then lift up the drawbridge or you close off the bridge and so no one can come on and off the island. So you're in charge of that. The same analogy or similar analogy is that you've got this piece of land and this is your little block of land where you live. And if you don't have a fence around it, then essentially you don't have any boundaries. So the fence is your boundary, right? And so if you don't have a fence or if you've left the gate open and you've got leaky boundaries, that means that other people can come into your land, other people can come onto your island, they can stay overnight, they can set up camp, they can eat your vegetables that you're growing, they can dig up the land, they can build on it, they can do whatever they please and just come and go, right? And so that's a really nice way of thinking about it. The boundary is your boundary. It's your decision of what's okay with you, what's not okay with you. Where do you draw the line? How many people do you allow onto your island? At how many, you know, how long are they allowed to stay on the island? Are they allowed to stay overnight or not? Are they allowed to take this and that or not? Like what's your boundary? I hope those analogies are helpful when we're thinking about implementing them and upholding them in your real life because 
Yeah, I just think they're wonderful boundaries. And when I heard this, I was like, yes, that explains it so, so well. And it's nice to have that in the back of, of the mind. And, you know, everyone has their own island. Everyone has their own bit of land. And so you're in charge of putting up your fence and your boundary and what you let on, what you let off and how much and when and all of those things. And it's your decision. And the thing is that people are going to be humans. Humans are going to human and they're going to push your boundaries. They're going to test the waters They're going to see if they can come over and stay. They're going to see if they can grab some vegetables from your property. They're going to see if they can come over and stay. Whatever it is, you know, they're always going to push the boundaries no matter what. And it's nothing about you. It's it's just humans being human. Yeah, we all like to test the boundaries because if unless we know where the boundary is, unless we know where that, you know, the rules are or those, yeah, your your set of rules essentially for how you want to live and what's okay with you and what's not okay, then they don't know. And so they're going to probably most likely be living off their boundaries or what they think is right. And that might not be true for you. That might not be your truth. It might not be okay with you. It might not be your boundary. And so this is where we are all empowered to make our own decisions. We're all empowered to make our own boundaries and set these boundaries and uphold them. And it's our jobs to do so. It's no one else's responsibility. And people are always going to push your boundaries. And actually, I'll probably add, especially when you're practicing this and lovingly upholding new boundaries or trying to set more for yourself, I always find that the universe will plant you a little test, a little, yeah, a little test to see how firm you are with that boundary. Like, how much of a priority is it for you? Is this something you really, really want? Does this really matter? How firm are you? It's going to test you sometimes. So just know that you're going to get that from time to time. It's just human nature. It's, it's not that we have an awful boundary. It's not that we need to change our boundary necessarily. It's just humans being humans. And if you can come back home to yourself and check in with what's in alignment with you, what do you want to prioritize, what's okay, what's not okay, and keep those boundaries firm so that you can thrive, so that you can live your best life so that you can live in alignment, so that you can, you know, look after you and fill up your own well and your own cup and then give to other people from the overflow. This is all about nourishing and thriving yourself so that you can do that for others as well and so that you can live a life that's true for you. So how do we lovingly communicate these boundaries? This is, this is the tricky question, right? And look, there is no right way of doing this. There's no right and wrong. And I can't tell you the exact way to do it for yourself. You have to come up with the way that feels best for you, that's most in alignment with you. But I've got a couple of things to share here. And that is that firstly, the people that you love, the people that are close to you, often our families, they're often the hardest people to uphold our boundaries with and around because they're the ones that just want to push the boundaries and push our buttons. And, and you know, they're, they're the ones that we, we love and we're connected to. And so sometimes those are the harder ones, right? 
And so when you're starting off with practicing communicating these loving boundaries, I would start off with ones that are less close to home or ones that have less emotional charge around them. So what I mean by that is maybe it's uh, a conversation with someone at work or an email that you need to send to someone at work to state what's okay or what's not okay or where your boundary is. So maybe you start with some of the, I'm going to say quote, quote unquote easier ones or ones where there's less emotional charge or with the people you know that are less close to you. So start off by practicing that and as you build the confidence in doing that, it'll flow onto those other areas and the other boundaries, okay? Next thing that might be really helpful is coming back to this podcast episode or writing out some affirmations or a little quote or something on a post-it note or add it to your phone, pop it somewhere where you're going to see it often and reminding yourself that these boundaries are for yourself. They're not about someone else. It doesn't mean that you're a selfish person. You know, they're not a bad thing. You're not a bad person by doing this. And you're not wronging anyone else by doing so. You're not being a mean person. You know, all of those things that your inner critic might tell you right now, they're not true. There's no evidence for them. And deep down, if you ch- if you check in with your intuition, that loving, supportive voice within you, like what does that say? Does it believe that you're worthy of those, those boundaries being upheld? Does it believe that you're worthy of living a life that's true for you and in alignment with who you truly are? So yeah, there's no right and wrong here. Check in with your intuition and just slowly start to try and dial down the inner critic and listen to your intuition if it pipes up around setting these boundaries and upholding them. The other point to consider here is that sometimes our boundaries don't necessarily need to be vocalized out loud. Maybe it's something that you are just then behaving in this way or acting in this way or you no longer accept things done a certain way, for example. Or, you know, you might start to speak up more if someone was to overstep the mark and overstep your boundary. So sometimes it doesn't have to be this big conversation or you don't have to confront anyone. It can be more that you've consciously chosen that this is the way that you're living now and these are your boundaries. This is where the drawbridge stops and ends. This is where the fence is. And it just means that when someone tries to come onto your property, onto your land, uh, you know, beyond the fence, then you might need to then uphold it there. Or you might need to then say something in beautiful words, loving words, that asserts that boundary. And then other times it may be that you want to have a conversation with someone. And that's totally cool too. If it's a really hard conversation or you feel like there's going to be some emotions there or yeah, you're just not quite sure on the words, I would always recommend journaling it out, write it out on paper, thinking about the words, how do you want to convey this boundary? What are the, what's the loving way to do this? How can you talk from a place of love and how can you speak for yourself from yourself? So saying I statements, etc. So sometimes that's helpful, but other times it's more that it's a conscious choice for you of you really knowing where your boundary is. And so when something happens or someone wants to overstep the mark, then you're really aware that that's not okay with you anymore. Maybe it's been allowed in the past. Maybe you've let things slide. 
Maybe you've been really tolerable, but you've realized that it's actually detrimental for you to continue on living that way or doing that thing. And so you've made this choice to put up this boundary and say, actually, I don't really like it when this happens. That's not okay. It doesn't enable me to thrive. It does enable me to live in alignment and true to myself and be really authentic here. And so I'm going to lovingly say something. I'm going to lovingly say something to them. And you know what? Their response is none of your responsibility. How they respond, their emotions, their feelings, that's their responsibility. That They're their own. It's actually nothing to do with you. It's not your responsibility to make people feel a certain way. It's not your responsibility to tell them to respond in a certain way, to to say something back or whatever it might be. That's theirs and that's on them. But as long as you're living true to yourself, as long as you're living in alignment and you're really happy with the way that you're showing up, you're being assertive but in a really beautiful loving way that nourishes supports you and enables you to thrive like in a really empowering way then that's all that matters at the end of the day and maybe just my last reminder here is that if you know the people that are meant for you are going to be there in your life with you right and the people that aren't meant to be there, maybe they'll fall away. Maybe they'll they'll move on as well. And that's okay too. That happens in life. But you know, the people that love you, that support you, that want to be there with you, that want to uplift you and, you know, share life with you in whatever way that looks, whatever relationship it is, then they're your people and they'll love you regardless of your boundary. They'll probably even love and respect you more because you've you've upheld this boundary because it shows how much love and respect that you have for yourself and I think that's a really beautiful quality and a beautiful thing and people can feel that energy doesn't lie people will feel that in you and it's a really beautiful thing so hold on to that just to recap you know, boundaries are a wonderful, big, important thing to do in life. Yes, they sometimes get a bad rap. They have some bad connotations associated with them sometimes for some people. But it's all about you. It's not about other people. It's about empowering yourself. It's about living true to yourself and really honoring who you are and what's okay with you and what's not. Remember those analogies, the fence around your property or the drawbridge and you're the island where you allow things on and off and what those parameters are. Remember those analogies when you're setting them and lovingly communicate them as and when you need to. Get clear on what those things are and then uphold them. Consciously choose, intentionally choose your boundaries. Get really clear on what they are and then uphold them. You know, sometimes also we need to make boundaries with ourselves, right? And sometimes they're the trickier ones to uphold because our minds want to tell us something else. So sometimes we have to just use a little bit of self-discipline there and, and coming back to our why about why we're setting these boundaries and why they're really important. So remember, they're there to help you. They're there to support you so that you can thrive, so that you can live true to yourself, that you can live in alignment that you can deeply honor yourself. 
And I bet as you start to practice this and set your own boundaries in your own life, I bet you're going to feel so much more love and respect for yourself, so much more worthiness and so much more empowerment. I'm excited for you. So, so good. Have fun though with that one. Enjoy. It's a practice. Start doing some of the journaling if you're at those early stages and aren't clear of your boundaries. Write down some of those affirmations or any of the points that really stuck with you today. And please, please, please share this with someone that you love that really needs to hear this. I would love that so much. And let me know what you take away from this. Or if you have specific questions, always here to help you and support you through this as well. So reach out to me on Instagram is probably the best way to find me. All of those links are in the show notes. And yeah. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. I will be back with you again very shortly. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.